Hey kid, it's Scam. I'm gonna be out of town for a while on a, uh, new business venture. Hey, Feedback! Yeah, you, you're on a five! It's Feedback! Yeah, whatever, just get ready. Anyways, I'm gonna leave that, uh, Power Sports Super Show, or whatever it's called, in your hands. Tell your family I should be back around Thanksgiving, I think. Thanks, kid. What's the red light mean? There's a red light on. It, that that means it's it's recording. Oh, okay, okay. Alright, I guess we're on. Um Yes. Alright, uh oh god, what did Scam used to say? Uh uh, you're watching Power Dunk Super Sports, the only program in the city bringing you all the latest news from the year's biggest event. Whether you like it or not. I think. That sounds right to me. Uh, I'm Slugbug, uh, and with me is my co-host, who is over there working the, uh, the numbers. Hi, I'm- Introduce yourself. I'm- I'm Flicker. It's nice to meet you all. Uh, we're coming to you, um, recorded from somewhere in the Kopi facility. I can't reveal where. Um, but we also have a, a guest, so, uh, please introduce yourself as you'd like to be introduced. Oh, um, uh, uh, hi, I'm- uh, first, uh, if you are from Protean City, you might have heard of me. Uh, I use she, her pronouns, and I am a superhero. Oh, yeah, pronouns. Those are important. I should have. Um, mine are also uh, she, her. I use any pronouns. All right. Um, so welcome onto the show. You're our, um, you're our first guest. Oh, uh, <laughs> was that, was that intentional? Uh, I mean, listen, I, I can't really control how the whole dimensional stuff works. Um, it could be just like a cosmic coincidence. Maybe something happened so that you could be first. I mean, a lot of things happened so that I could be first, but I'm, I'm not really, we're supposed to talk about like the competitors or something. And I'm, I'm not competing this year. I missed the sign up window. I mean, you can still tell us about yourself if you wanted to. I mean. The people that watch this stuff, they love to hear about heroes. It's like kind of the whole thing. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, I'm first, I'm usually heroing with my, uh, partner, Jade Scarab, who's probably more famous. She's like, you know, part of the legacy and has cool armor and stuff. And she's great. Um, but I'm, I'm fast and stuff, so I can usually get people out of danger and then. Uh, Jade handles more of the fighting fighting. But yeah, uh, I think that's it. All right. And you said you're from uh, Protean City? Yep. Born and raised. All right. Um, well, Protean City, that's one of the uh, the many, many places that are all sort of wrapped up in the whole March Masksness thing. Uh, so I guess we could start talking about that bracket, right? You've got like 32 mashups to go through. So many. You know what? Why don't we just start in the Protean City uh, quadrant of the bracket? Is that what they, they call them? Quadrant? I don't really know about brackets. Yeah, that's the right word. Quadrants. That makes sense. All right. Um, well, in that case, first one over there, we have uh, Pariah from Dice Comics and The Coincidence from uh, is that Moon Harbor Extended? Yeah. 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 All right. Um, so Pariah, 
is, uh, let's see, where's, let me go through my files here. Uh, here we are. Raya. Uh, a sword that contains multiple swords. Uh, also a multiversal traveler. And skilled at combat and medicine. Uh, up against coincidence, that's, uh, right over here. Okay. Uh, incredible technology. Uh, mostly about, uh, revamping stuff that they find. Or, yeah. Had to double check the pronouns. Also, it looks like almost lack prediction powers. Kind of. If I'm reading that right. Uh, oh, we should talk about what this first match actually is. Yes. Um. That'd probably be important. Yeah, probably. Listen, I'm new here. Definitely never done this before. They're using, like, a weird Ultracade thing this year, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of um, glad I didn't sign up for this then. It sounds so it, cool. It creeps me it's out It's like a so virtual much. reality thing. I wish I was a big enough hero to be invited. No, we're still over here in the intern program. I know. Um, so the first round, uh, is called Face Your Fears. Everyone's gonna have to make it through a gauntlet of the things they fear most without turning back or get- That sounds horrible. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I do not envy any of them, really. Uh, so who do we think might be better at that? Um, I only know, like, a little bit about Pariah, um, and I don't really know what exactly- Oh God, uh, he'd be afraid of, honestly. I, I know things that he likes. I know he likes milkshakes. But I think most people like milkshakes. I mean, it it sounds like it's going to be a tough round for either of them. Just, like, looking at the information you guys have here, it, Coincidence is from the future, and Pariah's been through like a bunch of dimensions and stuff so they've probably seen a lot of scary stuff that'll be thrown back at them so yeah and uh coincidence could just you know um or sorry the coincidence he could you know mess with the actual technology involved maybe maybe i don't know if how accessible you know those like headsets or whatever would be <laughs> but i guess that is a possibility i feel like maybe I would give it to the coincidence over Pariah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm tending to agree with you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next up. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm just yeah. If it, I feel like coincidence might be able to better adapt to stuff. Pariah seems like they're very combat skilled, but like environmental problems, the coincidence might have an edge on them. Uh, next up, we have Requiem versus Castora, um, and that is from Moon Harbor and Super Idols, respectively. Um, let's see here. Requiem looks like she has the power to uh, manipulate light and shadow, and also uh, has a utility belt, which, you know, those are useful. Yeah, love a good utility belt. Um, meanwhile, Castora. Um, looks like uh, another, like, smart one is good with technology. Hmm. It seems... I mean, we mentioned before that technology could be good here. Yeah. Yeah. I... And, uh, I mean, I might be a little biased, but I think tech heroes are pretty cool. I mean, it sounds I like mean, 
Requiem's kind of new to being a hero, according to this. Like, she just showed up recently in Moon Harbor. And, but Cassid also seems like she's inexperienced, too. So, uh, kind of either or. I, I find myself weirdly biased towards Cass, though. So I'd probably guess she'll make it. She has a AI companion. I feel like maybe if she gets to keep that, it might be able to keep her steady throughout the fears to remind her, you know, to keep going and it's not real. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good point. I think maybe just, just to say in Requiem's uh, defense, you know, the ability to control light and shadow, you could, it doesn't really matter what you're afraid of as long as you can't see it, you know? <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're, unless you're afraid of the darkness. Yes. Um, but, I, I, you know, maybe <laughs> that's probably not true if that's your power. I mean, I guess, but also controls light, so that, you know, could help. I see where you're coming from. But I think y'all made some pretty good points. Uh, next up, we have Coda and Highwire. It looks like Coda, also from Moon Harbor Extended, and Highwire is from Protean City. Oh yeah, I've seen Highwire around. There, she's really good. I've worked with her a couple of times. Or maybe you can run us through uh, the power set real quick, then. Yeah, uh, Highwire's like uh, a circus-themed hero. She's super acrobatic. I mean, she's really good with knives. She can like fall from really high up, but she knows how to like land and not get hurt. I mean, if it's facing your fears, she's she's pretty. Fearless. We had like three straight months of Halloween, and I've really never seen her shaken. That's a lot of Halloween. It was a thing. Hopefully, it's not a thing this year too. I hope not. How much candy do you need to even buy for that much Halloween? Uh, it's uh, the candy is a whole other thing. I still can't look at it. Oh gosh. Uh, meanwhile, Coda looks like uh. Looks like Coda's got sound powers. You know, just like uh, being able to project his voice. Uh, looks like he even managed to levitate with it once. Huh. I mean, I, I guess there's not as much of like a, a defense there. Um, as far as like, I mean, I, I, again, it, it does really depend on what your fears are. Yeah. But I, I do think you, you made a good point. I think Highwire's probably a little bit more used to facing things that are pretty spooky. Yeah, I was going to say Highwire is probably more uh, experienced with these kinds of things. Alright, uh, next up we have Portia from Moon Harbor and Soul from Delinquent Comics. Portia looks like she's got magic spider powers. Um, which already is kind of scary. Mm. Yeah. Whereas Soul... Looks like she can control some parts of space, and the sun, and maybe also time. That sounds pretty powerful. That's a lot. I mean, that's just like a sheerly large amount of power. Kind of hard to be afraid of things, I guess, when you got that much behind you, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's... They both sound really strong. Uh, I don't know. I find myself struggling to see a clear winner there. Yeah, I mean, maybe if you're, you know, like, already sort of embedded in the, like, the spooky magic spider stuff, again, also maybe, probably not going to be scared of too much. Mm -hmm. 
I think. Um, I don't. I don't. You know, I'm thinking I might be on 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 the Porsche's side here. The spider. Yeah, bugs are strong, and like I know they're not like bug bugs, but you know, like they're bug adjacent. I feel like Porsche's probably more familiar with fear, so I'm also gonna go with her. All right. Next up, we have Boom from Rollout. Versus which from, hold on, I'm going to have to double check the paperwork here because I can't realize, Nerds on a Roll. Oh yeah, I remember these two. They've been in a uh, past March Masksnesses. Is Masksnesses? Yeah, I think Boom is one of the few people who's been in all of them, if I'm not mistaken. Um, She's got, you know, like, a, she's strong, she can fly, she can fire energy beams. Oh. Mostly by way of explosions, I think. Um, if I'm not mistaken. Meanwhile, uh, Witch can also control technology and digital frequencies. Seen a lot of that so far in this, uh, in this year's lineup. Oh, big year for tech heroes. Um, I mean, from what I've been, uh, reading in the files, Boom's been up against a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of just, like, generally bad things. Which, you know, as we've mentioned, could go either way, and it could be giving you more fuel for things to be afraid of. But it also means you could be used to it more. Yeah. Um, But we've also mentioned that, you know, tech powers, who knows how that, you know, affects this whole technologically themed Mm. event. Yeah, which might have the upper hand here, since it's going to be taking place in, like, a VR space. It sounds like that's where she's most comfortable. Mm Mm-hmm. This is a hard one to pick. I mean, I think if, you know, the technology's been, you know, like the whole setup's been vetted enough so that way no one can really affect it too much, then I think Boom might have it, personally. I think I'm gonna go against you and say, which, I feel like, until we are aware of how much Czech powers influences this, I feel like Witch could have this. Yeah. All right. Next up. Oh, no, I, th- I I think which also probably has this. I think just because of the tech stuff, they both seem to have been through a lot. So uh, I don't envy either. I don't envy any of these contestants having to face this greatest fears thing. Ugh. You know, I was gonna ask this at the end, and you know, you don't have to share this because this is like a publicly available thing. But like, what would you be up against in a situation like this? Um. Oh, jeez. Uh, what would my greatest fear be? Um, I mean, like, presumably not Halloween candy. No, I, I mean that's not fun, but it's not. That wasn't like super scary. Scary. Uh, that's hard to say. Like, uh, if you asked me before Halloween, it would probably have been like being outed as trans to my mom and her rejecting me, but that happened and it went pretty well, thankfully. So. That's not super scary. Um, uh, I don't know. Probably like everyone I know and love just hating me for some reason and rejecting me. That sounds horrible. I don't want to think about it too much. All right. Well, let's move yeah. on then. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Letitia Luthor from Dice Comics up against uh, Portali, I want to say, from Moon Harbor Extended. Now, um,. Letitia Luthor. God, what would her powers? Um, uh, she's smart. She's got, you know, uh, 
enhancements. She's got a robot sidekick. Oh. Another one of those. Uh, Portali, she's got, uh, kind of like a future site, maybe. And also portals, like control over portals. Like, uh, interdimensional and, like, planet sized portals. That's, like, a lot. That's a lot of portals. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking that might be alright, because, you know, worst case scenario, you could use a portal to get away from something. Or get it away from you. Yeah. I mean, it says she has insight into the future, so she's probably, like, like the coincidence, she probably has a lot to, like, fuel the fear algorithm. Mm hmm Yeah. Alright, um, next up we have, uh, Queen Bee from Super Idols, and Starbolt from Waypoint. Um, let's see here, Queen Bee. Oh, Queen Bee's really cool. I saw her last year in March Masks this. I, I don't think fear is going to be a big problem for her. She's pretty, like, solid, you know? Oh. Yeah, she's got control over bees, she can walk on walls, and she's, you know, pretty durable. Um, and then, whereas Starbolt, I believe she's a speedster, you know, one of those fast ones. Okay. Oh. I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give it to Starbolt then. You know, we gotta, speedsters gotta stick together. <laughs> oh, right, you are a speedster. Until it comes time to race. I heard there's gonna be a race. I'm hoping I can get off patrol to be there. Yeah, if you, if you are involved in the race, uh, I'll be cheering for you first oh thank you of course i'm sure you'll come in first (laughs) that's the plan although personally you know i was saying i think you know bugs are strong i I could i could see bees doing something yeah i mean shovel can run away probably pretty fast with speed but i see the bug angle uh, next up, and the last one from the Protean City part of the bracket, we have Beep Boop versus Blackbird. Beep Boop from Rollout, and Blackbird from Dice Comics. Uh, Beep Boop is a robot. Yeah. She's got, you know, more tech powers, you know, a hacker type, and also is a robot, so, you know, has that going for her. Yeah. Whereas, uh, Blackbird, he's, um... I think kind of more like Highwire, who we talked about earlier. Um, mostly like hand-to-hand combat and you know, occasional uh, tricks from a utility belt kind of thing. I mean, I feel like being a robot might give people an edge. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they can like, I'm sure that she could feel fear. Yeah. Probably. But I wonder if maybe she has a way to also... Shut that off if she needs to. I could see that being a, a useful thing. Hmm. Yeah, I think Bebo probably has the edge there. All right. Well, let's kick it over to the Moon Harbor part of the bracket, um, where we have. Oh goodness, I gotta look at the thing again. Titan versus Velvet. Yeah, Titan from Delinquent Comics and Velvet from the Moon Harbor Extended team. Um. Let's see where it was. Or was it just a hat looking at Here we are. He's got, uh, no powers. But does have, like, tech and gadgets and stuff. And, uh, is, is really aware of the, the situation around him. Hmm. Whereas Velvet. Velvet's got, um... Oh, right, Velvet's goo. 
She's got like a like a viscous goo body. You can take a bunch okay. of damage and like a uh, turn into spikes and stuff. Oh wow! I think it also might be able to do fear stuff too, but I don't really. I'm not sure about that. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. She also has fear power. No, I met a goo person. Well, yeah, person. No, I don't think they. I think they were just like goo that came alive. I don't think they were like a human who turned into goo. Mm. Oh. I wonder how they're doing. It's been a while. You'd be like, you'd think you'd see them. I see, you know, like a sentient ball of goo more often, but like now, like it's a. I mean, I hear there's a lot of stuff that happens in Protean City. It must be a pretty big place, right? Yeah, it's a bigger city than you'd think. I've, uh, I've, been everywhere in the city at least once just trying to like learn the place you know but yeah i guess it would be more likely that you of all people <laughs> might see them again yeah um i think velvet might have this one yeah looking at velvet and what just everything about velvet makes me think that it has the the upper hand to to deal with this all right uh next bracket match we have a. Uh... Alina Mars from Protean City and Sweets from Dice Comics. Let's see here. Where is the Alina file? All right, here we are. Looks like she's got uh, psychic powers and uh, is good at investigating stuff. Whereas Sweets um, is like kind of alien adjacent, like rubbery and okay. stretchy, can you know, cartoon about, I guess. So kind of also a goo person. Yeah, seems like it. I mean, maybe not goo directly, but goo adjacent. Yeah, there's different types of goo. Um, huh? No bones or organs. There's something about sweets. I know. I feel like Alina is a also someone who's a much more experienced superhero. Mm-hmm. But there's something about sweets that I feel like maybe he has it. I can't explain why I feel that way, but... I don't know. I think Alina's investigative abilities might be helpful in determining whether or not uh, the fear is an actual threat or not, you know? Yeah, it'll it'll be really hard to, like, pull one over on Alina. Uh, maybe I'm, like, biased because, you know, hometown pride or something, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, sadly, no one from Apex City is competing this year. I'm sorry to hear that. I hope everything's all right over there. Um, you know, it's kind of uh, up in the air. Time's weird. Yeah, you know, I'm sure it'll be okay eventually. All right. Um, next up we have Gord Lord, parentheses, Lord of the Gords, close parentheses, from Rollout going up against Hannah Hawthorne from Protean City. Now, uh, Gord Lord, Lord of the Gords, uh, has, like, some knowledge about magic. And is good at throwing things, and has a sentient Gord companion. Yeah, Gordo. I remember Gordo was in like the the pet bracket thing they did last year. Real cute little thing. Yeah, it sounds adorable. And then Hannah Hawthorne looks like she's got super strength, invincibility, and can fly. I mean, that's just you know traditional. Lineup of powers, yeah, always kind of useful. It's a good yeah. set to have. I've, I'm pretty sure I've seen her around the city. We definitely sure we don't go to the same school, so I don't like know her, know her. But she seems pretty cool. I feel like invincibility 
might make you less afraid of things, because if you're invincible, Nala can hurt you. I guess unless a lot of your fears are more psychological. I mean, they'd have to be, kind of, right? Yeah. Or what if it's like one of those things where you're invincible, but you can't swim? Oh. Hmm. Or, I mean, like, what if you're, because it, it's a, it's a virtual fear generating thing, so maybe they, her fear is not being invincible. Oh, yeah, oh, I never even yeah. thought about that. Yeah. And Gordlord does have that advantage we were talking about, about maybe having a companion could make things a little bit easier. That's Presuming, true. you know, Gordo gets to be uploaded into the VR simulation also. I mean, I don't even know if Gords can feel fear, so Gordo might be like a good anchor point for Gord Lord, Lord of the Gords. Yeah, I can see it. I, I feel confident saying Gord Lord, Lord of the Gords. It's important to get that title in. Yes. All right, next up we have uh, Ketzel from Moon Harbor up against... The Steel Spectre from... Oh, it's always so hard to read these files sometimes. Um, Nerds on a roll? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So let's see here. I just had the file. Where did it go? You know, I, I really... I'm looking forward to the second round where yeah. I have a lot less things on my desk over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, it looks like uh, Steel Spectre can uh, transmute his skin into, like, steel or can turn into like a ghost and pass through things oh mm. um it looks like Kessel can fly and is fast and strong I mean, she sounds cute i mean um yeah that sounds like a good set of powers to have yeah i mean you know they're, they're, they're classics for a reason right do you think she's gonna be in the race i i don't know who else is in the race i mean if she's fast but I thought it was like a foot race. Racing against someone who can fly is maybe tougher. I mean, I'd probably still win, but <laughs> it'd be interesting. I think, you know, being able to like phase through things could be pretty useful. So you think nothing phases Steel Spectre? <laughs> um, I think maybe in some ways everything phases Steel Spectre. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Alright, um, I guess next up we have, uh, Phantasma from Protean City versus AV from Moon Harbor. Yeah. Oh, Phantasma's amazing. Oh, we worked together well, to take down Dracula. Oh, she's, she's so cool. And she's got like, uh, oh, what's the word? An, like an Alabrihe spirit guide kind of thing. She's got magic and is rad as heck. Now, you just said y'all fought Dracula. Is that just like generic vampire? I call vampires a Dracula kind of thing, or like? No, we fought we fought vampires too, but this was Dracula, Dracula. Like, I mean, we oh. didn't we didn't fight. I mean, I fought Dracula directly, but we when I was working with Phantasma, we were uh, like upsetting Dracula's hold on. Dracula is the reason we had like three months of Halloween. So, uh, Phantasma and I and Direct Impact. And, uh, oh shoot, was that the night Hyrule was with us, or was that the night Alina was with us? I think, no, Hyrule was with us. <sighs> My god, there were so many Halloweens. Um, it's okay. Yeah, no. It sounds like a pretty stressful situation to kind of remember. Yeah, we had to, like, climb to the top of a building and set up a set off a chaos bomb. Oh. 
Yeah. Wow. It was fun. Uh, meanwhile, AUV's got... I'm having a hard time understanding these powers. Yeah. What does this mean? I mean, like, I'm pulling out, like, that there's, like, slight time travel and, like, teleporting kind of thing. Um, but, like, the nature of them are just kind of, like, fuzzy, you know? It seems like she's got a complicated power set that's beyond my understanding. Uh, it says, like, reality bending at the end, so oh, probably the easiest way to describe them. I feel like you can bend reality. I just feel like- or can you bend- could she bend virtual reality? It's a different kind of reality altogether. Hmm. I don't know, I mean, if Phantasma fought Dracula, I feel like you don't have a whole lot you can be afraid of still after that. That's true. Yeah, my money's on Phantasma. I'm right there with you. Next up, we have Quint from Otherware. Um, it doesn't really say where, it just says that. Uh, and Trixie from Super Idols. <laughs> what? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Okay. I won't. Uh, it looks like Quint, uh, has, uh, like, psychic construct stuff and can, like, mess with other people's emotions. Hmm. Whereas, uh, Trixie, it looks like she can do illusions and, like, manipulate luck and stuff. I mean, that seems pretty useful. Yeah. I feel like- If you're really lucky, maybe you won't even run into the thing that you're afraid of. But I feel if you have emotion control, you might be able to- If you can do it to himself, he could just kind of get rid of his fear. Yeah, did he fill out his own thing, or does someone fill this out for him? It says unshakable self-confidence. So, does that mean he can't get scared? Well, self-confidence doesn't necessarily mean, like, fear. That's true. It also says anime protagonist here, so I'm not entirely sure that he would have filled that out himself. Uh, I guess it depends on if someone meant that as, like, positive or derogatory. I don't think there's anything wrong with having weird hair. No, I, I mean, there's not. Great. It's just, you know, I don't think most people would write that about themselves in such a specific fashion, you yeah. know? No, yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I think I, I'm gonna... Sorry. No, I, I, if I remember from last year, he, like, dyes it to not be as protagonist-y. Hmm. Well, then he definitely wouldn't have written this himself. Oh, okay. Right? You're trying to hide that to begin with? It looks like... Actually... I'm not sure unshakable self-confidence because he like it says here that he dyes his hair and also wears uh, fake glasses even over his mask, which is sounds like maybe like extremely shakable self-confidence. It sounds like Quint kind of has some stuff to work through. So maybe facing his greatest fears will be good for him in the long run. Yeah. I don't know. I still think his emotion powers means he could probably get rid of his own fear, but... If we don't, I think Trixie's luck powers means that uh, she won't have to. Mm. I mean, also like all the super idols people are like performers, so like they go on stage and perform in bunch in front of a ton of people, so they gotta be used to like dealing with fear and stuff. That's a good point. All right, next up we have Elementum versus uh, Wild Thing, or sorry, the Wild Thing uh, from Super Idol and Moon Harbor, respectively. Um, Elementum looks like he's got, uh, just general elemental manipulation, um, and being able to do anything really involving those elements, whereas 
the wild thing. Looks like um she can she's strong and can maybe even grow in size. It sounds like she can become like a really she's big beast. Yeah, like really, really big. I mean, yeah, if you can just be bigger than the thing you're afraid of, then yeah. that's a pretty sure fire way, I guess, right? I I don't think fear actually works like that. I mean, but like from like a, you know, like a mental state, seeing something being smaller than you could, you know, help make you realize it's not as scary as you think. Although I guess some people are afraid of bugs. Well, do we think that Elementum has it more? He's also from, uh, he's also an idol, so. That's true. Like you said last time, maybe he's more used to dealing with his fears. Hmm. Like, that could be, uh, you know, a deciding factor when it comes down to it. Yeah. Alright, next up we have, um, let's see, where is the, uh, we have Elliot from Listen to These Nerds versus The Golden Glove from Nerds on a Roll. A lot of, like, nerd stuff going on here. <laughs> yeah. Um, looks like Golden Glove, uh, he's, uh, bonded with an alien. That gives him super speed and strength and stuff. Whereas Elliot, uh, he can absorb magic and makes him stronger. That's nifty. Yeah. I mean, especially if you run into, like, a lot of magic type, uh, villains and whatnot. Mm. Yeah. Does Dracula use magic? Is that a Dracula thing? Yeah, Dracula's pretty magic. I mean, I guess, like, you know, Golden Glove's got, you know, the whole suite of, uh, traditional powers, yeah. so. A lot of utility if, in there. If he can talk to the alien, maybe that could help. Yeah, he has like oh yeah, it's a good alien. Point. The the Xantoid, I think it is, who's like kind of maybe keep him in line. This yeah. is his third could time be. in March Masksness too, so he's got experience perform uh, competing. You know, I think that might yeah. give him the edge. Yeah, I could see that going that way. Yeah. Alright, that's going to take us over to the waypoint part of the bracket, um, where we have uh, Tyrannus, maybe Tyrannus. You know, when there's those, like that A in the middle, I can really never tell which like pronunciation you're supposed to go for. I think it's Tyrannus. Alright, we'll go with Tyrannus versus Void Viper. Looks like oh, yeah. one from Moon Harbor extended, the other from just Moon Harbor. So is that like Moon Harbor and then like the greater Moon Harbor area? Sort of like a London thing? I think maybe it might be, like, a Michigan thing. You know how, like, Michigan's got two parts? Okay, yeah. It's got, like, the... It's got the one that looks like a dolphin and the one that looks like an oven man. Yeah. <laughs> um, alright. Uh, Tyrannus... Yeah, Tyrannus looks like they have, um, electricity powers. And you can become electricity. It's pretty good. Uh, whereas... Who was that? Void Viper? Yeah. Yeah. Looks like Void Viper also has some other entity in his head. Oh. Uh, it also has an elemental power, but in this case, mostly fire, mm. as opposed to electricity. He can also dissolve objects into digital dust and store it inside him for later use. Well, if it's got also digital powers in there, then I guess, you know, you're in a digital scape. Yeah. That could be something. Certainly not nothing, right? Yeah, I feel like Void Viper might have the advantage in this fight. Yeah. This challenge? Yeah. I guess it's not a, f a fight. Well, it's a fight against your own fears. 
Although, yeah. If you the turn into electricity, how does that work with a virtual reality machine? Um, well, maybe it's virtual electricity. Does it become like a, if you die in the game, you die for a real thing? Or I hope like, not. Like, is he really oh. in the machine then? Huh. You know, these are good points. We're going to have to, you know, see how it shakes out, I guess. Yeah. All right, next up we have uh, Salameca from Protean City up against Ecstatic from Waypoint. Yeah, Salameca. She's amazing. <laughs> She's super cool. She's got a, like, giant metal snake named Metal Quaddle. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That's, you know, Big Metal Stake sounds pretty good. Yeah, she does, like, a lot of uh, rescue work. Like, uh, mm. Metal Quaddle's really good for getting people out of dangerous areas. And she also has, like, other kind of robotic animals that she uses in situations. Sounds like an incredibly, like useful hero to have in a lot of situations i can really respect those abilities yeah you know yeah i like that uh ecstatic on the other hand she's got like um also kind of like electric powers okay um but like also magnetic aligned she can like magnetize herself to things oh yeah i mean electricity and magnetism are kind of the same thing so that makes sense Uh, i mean how like sentient are these like metal things these metal uh these metal animals uh if i remember right metal quaddle's pretty you know self-aware and everything i think some of the smaller ones are less so but not like unintelligent they they like follow simple commands and stuff all right so it could like maybe follow on the same thought we were having with you know the other people that have like ai companions and stuff hmm yeah I could see that working out in uh, in her favor. I agree with you. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have uh, Mind Flip from Moon Harbor Extended up against Special Agent Thermite, who's also from Otherware. Now she's got a title, like like a position. Yeah. Yeah. Special Agent. So she's like military. I guess. Um. It looks like um, she's got super strength. Um, and can also turn into magma, like a magma mm. person. Oh. Or, like, at least turn her arms into magma if she needs it. Whereas, uh, Mind Flip, let's see here, looks like he can, um... Swap bodies swap, with people? Yeah, swap his mind into anybody else's body. Oh. He says he's Although, currently a cat? Cats are fearless creatures. Cats are fearless creatures. But I feel like if you're a special agent, you've already been through some things, right? You wouldn't have that position without, you know, not having experience. I mean, you, you'd think that, although I've heard a lot about, like, nepotism and stuff when it comes into, like, organizations. And, you know, even if it is, like, a case of seeing a lot of stuff, we've, we've talked about how that could also backfire. Mm. That's true. I mean, I guess Mind Flip has this one. Uh, if it's like, if your greatest fear is something that has a mind, you could just swap your mind with it, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, I, well, how do you think that would react with the whole, like, virtual reality thing? Huh. Still be oh, a cat, geez. right? Yeah. Hmm. I guess. I mean, I guess we'd have to watch to find out if Mindflip's still a cat. Hmm. 
Well, let's not think about that right now. Let's talk about the next matchup, which is Zach Grius from Nerd... Or listen to these nerds. The other one's from Nerds on a Roll with a Nazgrim Bloodscale. Another name that I think has been in all of them. All eight, or uh, all three uh, March Madnesses. Yeah, Nazgrim's been around for a while. Uh, looks like Zach has the ability to um, do, like, illusions and stuff to, like... Really mess with people's senses of perception. Uh, let's see. This is a long file, so I'm going to yeah. give me a second to summarize. No worries. Um, also, can do like a gadgets and hacking and stuff. He has a potato gun? Like one of those things that fires a potato, you know, with like a CO2 thing? Maybe. It says potato gun transmuting potato am- ammunition. So it's either shoots potatoes or it turns what it shoots into potatoes? That that could be something. I'm not sure if it would be something good or not, but it could certainly be something, you know? And also has, like, a villain crystal, which, while seemingly bad, it could be, you know, useful for keeping your head on straight. Yeah. Uh, looks like Nazgrim's got, uh, flat and super strength. Well, can spit acid and can, like, chameleon skin pattern thing. Hmm. And also, like, Helioblast, which I guess is like, you know, like, Sunfire and stuff. And also has a laser sword, so, you know, that's just generally pretty good to have. Yeah. Laser swords look cool. Yeah, I think, um, what was it, back in the, like, 70s or 80s? There was that Dame Atlas. She had one of those. Yeah. I think. She competed one year, right? Uh, I think it was the first one, actually. But we're not talking about her. I think... Uh, I think Zach might be, uh, might be in the better position here. Especially, you know, like, there's a lot of stuff going on in this file, and I feel like, you know, that's gonna help you, <laughs> help you in really any situation what might involve your fears. Seems like, you know, he's experienced a lot. What do y'all think? I think I agree. Uh, I think Zach might have too much going on for a fear-based competition like if you got some supervillain whispering to your head i'd be afraid of that i can see how that get pulled out into something more dangerous um next up we have blue beetle from das comics up against muse from which one of these is muse Uh, delinquent comics now my file on muse is pretty empty yeah there's no information completely empty it's got a name. What about Blue Beetle? Uh, Blue Beetle, I do have information on. Um, she's got like a another case of like alien tech, sort of like merging with her kind of thing. Um, the it lets her, uh, you know, fly. It's super strong. Looks like she can also have like fire beams and stuff. Oh, and it makes shields. It's also bugged theme. It's like the alien turns into like a uh, beetle armor and stuff. Which I can get behind. Yeah. I knew you would like that. Um, yeah. I I'm, mean. I'm going to vote for Blue Beetle. I have, my partner also has, you know, Beetle themed armor. So I feel like I got to have some loyalty there. Yeah. And I feel like knowing nothing about Muse, we can't really say anything. I feel like Blue Beetle has this, at least for now. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's tough to really make a judgment without. Having any information on Muse? Which is weird. 
next up we have Slugger King from Protean City up against White Knight, also from Delinquent Comics. Um, you've had any uh, run-ins with Slugger King? Um, you know anything? Yeah, I I saw them play softball once. She she's really good, and I mean if I'd I'd say that Quint's unshakable self confidence maybe was a dig at him, but Slugger King definitely is always confident that he can win. He's got like just she knows what she's good at, and she's unparalleled at what he is good at. Yeah, it looks like you know can hit anything with a baseball bat. Kind of thing. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, up against White Knight, who looks like he's got uh, shadow powers, which is kind of like, you know, an- antithetical to the name. Stuff like shadow teleportation and cloaking and stuff. And do we think because he has shadow powers that he's less afraid of things? You know, because the dark's a really big fear? I don't know. I mean,. First was just telling us about how Slugger King is kind of, like, unshakably confident, and I think that could really work out in her favor. You know what? You're right. I feel like Slugger King is probably the one who has this. Alright, uh, next up we have Bane Raven from Super Idols up against Darren from Dice Comics. Now, um, I just haven't gotten a chance to really update the Darren file, but I- I've talked to him. He's, uh, he's got speedster powers, you know? That kind okay. of thing. Yeah. Uh, apparently, like, Part of like a one of those like legacy type things, but really just sort of um has given up on the name, I think. Well that's a shame. Yeah. Uh meanwhile we have Bane Raven over here and she's got like uh you know, increased strength and can do magic fireworks. Yeah, I saw Bane Raven last year. She can also turn into a pink tiger? Oh well that's new. I don't think she could turn into a tiger last year. It did say recently gained the ability to turn into oh, a pink okay. tiger. Well, that sounds cute. Yeah, I mean, like, can you really be afraid if you're setting off fireworks still? Like, I feel like fireworks is one of those things that, like, just immediately improves your mood. Unless you're afraid of fireworks. I don't feel like she'd be afraid of fireworks, though, if she has that ability. Or at the very least has gotten used to it. I think the fireworks are, like, intentionally set off. Yeah. Yeah. She could probably, like, use them to snap her out of whatever fear trap she's in mm-hmm. i could see that really working out yeah uh our final matchup here for the waypoint part of the bracket we have benicia Bern- benicio bernal from protean city up against mystic who's also from otherwhere yeah i'm gonna figure out where this is <laughs> i'll help you out maybe there's something i could trigger out um mystic has like a. Uh, you know, sorcery powers can, like, make ba- barriers and fire off, like, magical projectiles and stuff. And I, I think she's been able to teleport through dimensions oh. and stuff like that. Oh, that's really cool. I think. That's what I've heard. Uh, meanwhile, Benicio is made out of wax. Oh! Huh. I, I've seen him while well, I've been, you know, moving around the city. I haven't seen him do, like, a lot of hero stuff, but I think he's pretty cool. Being made out of wax got to give you a lot of flexibility and stuff. It's a really interesting power set to think about. Mm. Yeah. I like it certainly gives you like a lot more options, I guess, than you might be able to think of like immediately. 
It seems like it's got like a lot of utility, almost, you know? But I feel Mystic being able to travel to the multiverse, she must have seen a lot of things and faced a lot of fears already. Yeah, that makes sense. I could see that one breaking either way, honestly. I guess it really depends on what their, their fear is. Yeah. In a lot of cases here. Alright, and that brings us down to the final quadrant We in uh, the Patch City quadrant. Uh, our first matchup there, we have Flyby from Moon Harbor versus Entropy from Moon Harbor Extended. Mm. Now, Flyby looks like uh, she can fly, as her name might suggest. Um, has slight precognition and uh, has, quote, incredible intellect. Whereas Entropy uh, can harness the bioelectricity of other living creatures and use it to, you know, fire off electrical powers and shields and stuff. Huh. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Like, is it only bioelectricity? I believe so. I think it has to be from a living creature. Okay. Then she probably couldn't, like, use the electricity from the machine she's in. No. Uh, I mean, maybe, but uh, not based on what I'm reading here. Like, though I suppose anything's really possible when it comes down to it. Powers are always kind of weird. Mm. You know? Yeah, yeah, I get you. I mean, not that I would know, but, you know. Having slight precognition could be helpful in, you yeah. know, determining what's going to be happening next, like what fear might come up next. Yeah, and, like, assuming entropy couldn't pull bioelectricity from, like, the virtual reality setup, you'd really have to hope that she's afraid of something that has, mm -hmm. you know, you know, a living creature aspect to it. Yeah. Yeah. I think Flyby's probably got the edge in this one. Like, I think she'd yeah. be able to see through whatever fears are pulled up for her. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, we have Marcus from Listen to These Nerds up against Virgo Regulus from uh, Protean City. Virgo! Yeah! Oh, my money's on Virgo. I don't know who Marcus is, but, like, Virgo's my friend. Like, we haven't been able to hang out in person yet because he's from space and not always around Earth, but. Someday. Oh, space. Yeah. You want to give us a rundown then? Oh, Virgo's a rad, like, lion dude from space. And he's really cool and pretty gay. Like, super openly gay. It's rad. Uh, we're Twitter mutuals. Um, yeah. He's. Oh, cool. It says here he got his staff and armor back. That's neat. That's good. Also says, like, uh, almost like a super strength kind of thing. Oh, yeah. He's a. He's. Like a biggish guy, like like bigger than humans usually are. I think. Mm. I feel like maybe it says lithe, so he's probably small for his alien family. I don't know if it would be like species or race or what the right terminology there is, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks like Marcus is um has like a fully cybernetic body. With the you know above human capabilities, including a thrusting like a thruster system and energy blasters, mm. huh. a cyborg. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I wonder how my powers would interact with the cyborg. Yeah, you have tech powers too, right? Yeah, I can interface with a uh, any piece of technology to use it. That would probably be, like, an extreme violation of personal space, I think. It'd be the main way it interacts. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I would want to use it on him, but I'm curious if my powers can affect cyborgs. I we'll table this discussion for another time, I think. Okay. I could see, you know, this one actually breaking either way. You have a lot to say, like, positive about Virgo. So, you know, that's obviously going to you know, bias me a little bit <laughs> here and directly. Sorry. Yeah. You're fine. Listen, you're you're a guest for a reason. You should cheer on the people that you know. Exactly. Um, next up, we have Amanda Crowley or Crowley against uh, Brainwave from Waypoint. Amanda is from also listen to these nerds, and she has um, looks like she can do spells too. She's got like a staff that lets her focus her magics okay. to reshape her environment. It's like a lot of traditional spell kind of stuff, it looks like. You know, wards and glamours and stuff like that. Sounds like she's bound to some sort of wish-granting demon or something that causes problems for her. Oh, like a genie. Huh. Those things are always trying to get one over on you. You know, if, if popular culture is to be believed. Is popular culture to be believed? I don't know, I've never met a genie. <laughs> okay. Have you? I mean, you met Dracula. No, I haven't met a genie, at least not yet. Hmm. Well, I'm sure someone will find out, and then we'll know. Uh, meanwhile, Brainwave, it looks like they um, they have, like, empathic, telepathic powers. Hmm. Oh, they're an alien. Yeah. And it looks like she can uh, use her telepathic powers to control, like, this, like, you know, fabric that she has. Well, that sounds cool. And then, of course, you know, like, alien technology and stuff. Um, I, I, it's a tough one. You know, I don't know, like, what kind of scary stuff out is there out in space? I gotta imagine it's, like, space itself is rad, but also kind of scary, so. Yeah. Yeah, like, baseline, the thing about space is that it's a little scary. I think I'm gonna go with Brainwave. Yeah, I mean, especially, like, if your powers have the possibility of going out of control, I could imagine that being a pretty big fear you might have. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like uh, Amanda Crowley probably has a lot more fears to drag up than Brainwave does. Yeah. Alright, next up we have A-N-K. It's all caps, I think it's supposed to be said individually, right? Mm -hmm. From Listen to These Nerds versus uh, Ophelia Fairchild from Protean City. And Ophelia looks like they they have, like, fairy magic, but, like, F-A-E kind of fairy okay yeah like um there was i I was pretty young when it happened but like queen titania tried to conquer protean city and it doesn't like get talked about a lot but it's one of those things you take like you know your local history kind of class um so there's there's not like a ton of fairy stuff but there's more fairy stuff than i think other cities get it's pretty cool. This seems like pretty fairy stuff, you yeah. know, like, she's got, like, a magic sword and fairy wings. Man. And rainbow armor. Wow, she sounds really pretty. I mean, um, she sounds really cool. Like, yeah. Uh, A and K looks like, uh, looks like they can do plant stuff, and do- also does not have bones. Another one with no bones. Wow. Hmm. Ninety-nine percent water. I wonder like, if there's like a a bone deficiency with superheroes lately. 
Yeah, they either have tech powers or they have no bones. Yeah. <laughs> so if you don't have either of those things, you better be on the lookout. This is another one of those really long files, you know? It's kind of, like, hard to parse all at once. Yeah. It looks like it's mostly boiling down to, like, being able to uh, manipulate light and plants and mm. stuff. I mean, this kind of goes back to our question with uh, Gordo of can plants feel fear? That is true. I mean, it says A&K is a hybrid of human and plant, so... My money is they still he still feels fear, probably. Probably at least a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But being part plant might make it harder for the virtual reality to like brain scan and elaborate whatever fear scenario is there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, like fairy magic, I imagine that like encompasses a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that Ophelia can do with her magic. Yeah, I think that might be like because I can imagine a fear of someone who's part plant being in a situation where plants aren't really like a viable thing. Mm. Although some some plants are like you know pretty hardy regardless. You know, I I, I could see more uh, opportunities for victory coming here through uh, for Ophelia. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm good with going with Ophelia. I'll also go for Ophelia. Protean City, let's go. Uh, next up, we have Otherware's Phantom against Rollout's The Getup Noise. Now, The Getup Noise, another one of those that's been uh, been through all three of the March Masknesses. Hasn't Phantom also been in all three? No, just the no? last two. Just last, just this one in last year? Yeah, yeah. I don't oh, think okay. Otherware, Otherware wasn't competing in the first year. Oh, okay. It's hard to keep track, you know? Speaking of otherware, Phantom's powers, well, powers, it seems like it's like an anti-grab device and a cloaking device. Oh. And also has, like, tech knowledge. But not tech powers. No. Um, The get-up noise, though, in addition to, like, doing music sometimes, he had a really good song about a zoo, I think, <laughs> that played last year. Um... He can, like, manipulate sound and teleport and stuff. Mm. It also has a bunch of files, although I imagine he's got a better organization system than I do over here. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think being able to turn invisible, you might be able to pass by a lot of things if they can't see you. Mm. But it says Phantom's seen a lot of the multiverse, so there might be a lot. Maybe Phantom's already running from something they're afraid of. But also, if I remember right, uh, get up is pretty anxious overall. So, oh yeah. Hmm. I could see myself rooting for the get up noise. I, I really don't know if I have like an idea of who's going to win. I don't know. I think I'm going to go with Phantom. There's just something about them. I feel there's just something about them. I can't explain it. I mean, that's fair. I mean, if you've got a crush, you can just say you've got a crush. <laughs> no, I I don't have a crush on Phantom. Slug bug. Alright. I'm just saying, you know, when someone generally describes something as there being something about them, I just, I'm not wrong, right? I, I just feel like a connection to them. Alright, well, more on that new story as it develops. <laughs> Next up, we've got a Catalyst from... Oh, which one of these is Catalyst uh, from? Delinquent? Delinquent Comics, yeah. Uh, up against Hype Force from Moon Harbor Extended. 
Now, Catalyst, it looks like they, um, they're good at chemistry and, like, programming and inventing and stuff. Just really, really good with their mind. Hmm. Whereas, uh, Hypeforce, um, he doesn't need to sleep ever. Oh. He's, he's full of energy and just cannot sleep. So he has ADHD. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I don't have access to any, like, Oh, okay. Medical documents or anything. Looks like, you know, often gets a hold of weapons. Uh, and I've heard rumors that he might be just the actual real Pepsi man, but I think that might be more rumor than anything. <laughs> the Pepsi man? It's like, it's hard to explain. It's like a really weird rumor that I found on the internet somewhere. Okay. Slugbug, I thought we talked about going to weird form sites with conspiracy theories. Listen, there's a lot of heroes that you gotta learn a lot about. And when it comes to someone from another dimension, you kinda gotta like... Actually, is Moon Harbor in another dimension? I don't really... It's It all sort of gets hazy, you know? Yeah. I mean, driven by pure enthusiasm, and I wonder if he feels a lot of fear. Or maybe he's never really thought about it, and his fear is one of the worst. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm. a lot to think about. Catalysts might be able to think their way out of any real problem, I guess, you know, if that's like kind of their whole thing, is thinking. Yeah, I can see that. Alright, uh, next up we have Stopgap from Otherware and Willoughby Crowley from Waypoint. Now, Wait. let's see here. Is oh, that a different Crowley? That? We already saw a Crowley. I think they uh, spelled differently. A- oh, different Crowleys from different dimensions, okay. Yeah, um, this one is a chaos magician. Oh. With, like, a demon bonded to his body and stuff. Okay. Apparently can also turn into that demon. Demon powers is pretty powerful. Yeah, yeah. Other, I'm pretty sure. Crowley also had a demon, or an infernal entity, so maybe not demon demon, but... Do you think maybe it's part of the last name? You think maybe, maybe. it's just, like, it happens? Huh. Maybe. I haven't met any Crowleys in Protean City, so I can't say for sure. I don't think we have any here in a Apex City. I could probably hunt down a phone book and read through it real fast, but I don't want to subject your listeners to that audio. Does like so? How does like that work? Like, does your brain also work real fast like that too, or is it just like temporary knowledge kind of thing? Um, yeah, like um, it depends. I I can process things really fast, which is helpful, or else I'd probably just run into walls all the time you know Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's just like everything takes so long like i i stopped using elevators because they're just so slow i just it's faster for me to just run up the side of the building and find you know an open window or something that makes sense uh stopgap's powers is that she's a super genius and she has like gadgets and stuff yeah Apparently, like, her uh, her limbs are prosthetics, and they have, like, tools and stuff in them. Oh, I really want to see this. Her legs went to octopus-like manipulators. That sounds pretty cool. I wonder if we can get, like, all these super geniuses to have a hackathon or something. Oh. A game jam. Or a quiz bowl, or... Yeah. Ooh. That could be fun. Alright, our final matchup is uh, Violence Violet from Super Idols and Kid Katie from... Um... Is that one the yeah, yeah, that one's Nerds on a Roll. Nerds on a Roll, yeah. Um, looks like Kid Katie can see through dimensions and also shift through them. Mm. Oh. And has like 
this gem or something that lets her do psychic constructs. Also, she can fly and is strong. Meanwhile, uh, Violence Violet, you know, one of the uh, the idol types, mm-hmm. uh, she can do, like, psychic construct weapons that are all, like, purple energy stuff, and, like, apparently also has telekinesis. And minor shape-shifting. I think that might be the whole, like, idol thing. I think they all, like, transform. Ah. Uh-huh. No, I think she can do, like, more than just that. If I remember from last year, she can, like, shapeshift beyond just the transformation sequence. Huh. Alright. That's good to know, then. Um, I guess, like, how do dimensions work in a virtual reality situation, you think? That's a good question. I don't know. Is it, like, instances in, like, an MMO or something? You're just changing data centers? Maybe. I feel like that might be useful, at least for getting around things, if depending on what your type of fear is. Yeah. This is another one of those weird matchups where I'm not sure exactly who would come out, and I don't immediately have, like, a preference that I would rather see win. My gut reaction was Kid Katie, and that's mm. really all I have. Yeah, I can I, go with that, too. I think if, like, Kid Katie can see all realities... I think it kind of puts her in the same boat as the people have seen maybe too much. Too much, you know, like fear fodder for the challenge. So I think it'll be rough for her. And Vivi is like super goth, so fear is kind of her element, I think. I mean, yeah, I guess there is that. Yeah. I I think Kid Katie probably has it, is what I'll say. All right. Um, in that case, I guess I have a question for each of you. Okay. Um, who do you think is going to win the whole thing? Oh. oh. Um, that's tough. Huh. I mean, last year, the winner was a bit of a surprise. But they were a guest on the show. Yeah. Well, we've only had one guest in. First isn't competing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could probably sneak in there if I really wanted to, but. Probably not. Next year. I put it down in my calendar, and hopefully we won't have three months of Halloween to throw that calendar off again. Um, oh, man, there's so many competitors. It's hard to pick from before the first round even started. Yeah, it's it's tough, but, you know, I think we have to do it. I'm, I'm always bad at filling out brackets. I'm uh, going to go with a wild choice. Thinking of everything we talked about, and not really knowing what's ahead of us, I'm going to go with Slugger King. Slug- All right. You know, Slugger King is a winner. Slugger King's that's a pretty good choice. I think, uh, I think I'm going to go with Phantasma. All right. Um, I think I'm going to go with Boom. I think Boom could do it. Yeah. Yeah. Boom definitely has it in her. All right. Um. I guess we should probably start wrapping up. Um, is there anything you want to just talk about before you leave? Um, not that I can think of. Sorry, I didn't like prepare anything. Uh, it's been great being on here. Thanks for you know inviting me. Um, hopefully next year Apex City is able to compete again, and y'all can have some hometown yeah. heroes to root on. Yeah. Um. All right, I guess in that case, 
Um, just thank everybody for for listening, for watching at home, all that stuff. Uh, if you got, if you want to tell us who you think is going to win the whole thing, you can tweet using the hashtag Podunk Soup Sports, but soup spelled like, you know, the food or drink. Yeah, let us know your thoughts. Yeah, um, you can also find, like, the show has, like, a podcast, or, nope, this show has a Twitter feed, um, it's mostly just me tweeting stuff from it, and that's at, uh, oh, I gotta remember what it has at. I think that's also Podunk Soup Sport, but, like, singular, not plural, because they wouldn't let me put an extra S in there. Um, I think that's it, so until next time, I don't remember if Scam had an outro. I don't remember either. Did we have an outro? Well, we weren't here last year. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Um, I guess I'll just say bye. 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 March Massness is an event put together by James Malloy, with help this year from Siobhan. You can find them on Twitter, at AndTheMeltdowns, and at SpelldownMage, respectively. And the event has a Twitter, at MarchMassness. Slugbug is played by Cassidy Caruso Neal, who also edited this show and made the album art. You can find her on Twitter at Mantlebotanist. Flicker is played by Charlie Caruso Neal, who can be found on Twitter at Magical underscore Pride, where you can find links to all of his podcasts and projects. First is played by Alice Kira, who can be found on Twitter at Magical Girl Kira, and heard on a multitude of podcasts including Protean City Comics and Breathing Space Fading Frontier. Feedback is played by Tom, who can be found at Albion Graves on Twitter, and on Green Mountain Mysteries. Apex City is normally run by Jeremy, who also did the music for this show. You can find him on Twitter at TaiyuFaced, and you can find the show at Apex CityCast, as well as Stitcher, iTunes, or asking new acquaintances about their darkest fears. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next issue.